0: Welcome to Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Greetings. Today we are in Psalm chapter 3 and we start out once again with prayers on the Psalms from the Scottish Psalter of 1595. Let's pray. O eternal God, who, to prove and try the faith and patience of your chosen, chastise them with great and many tribulations, in such sort that we are unable to exist or stand up against so many assaults and enemies as lift themselves against us. Grant, we beseech you, that we may be so sure and safe under your protection that the world may see that you are our defense and buckler." By virtue whereof we, being victorious, may utterly despise and condemn all authorities and powers that lift themselves against you and your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, we are reading Psalm 3 today. Hear the word of the Lord. O Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me, many are saying of my soul, There is no salvation for him in God. Your blessing be on your people. As we come now to Psalm chapter 3, we are getting a little bit different taste than we had in Psalm 1 and 2. In the first Psalm, we saw that there was the Blessed One, and we saw how that pointed to the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we saw the futility of opposing the Anointed One of God. And now we are seeing that David is experiencing some very difficult situations, and he is calling out God we see here in the notes that this psalm is about when David fled from Absalom well that was a terrible situation there was a lot of bad things going on in the life of David there but what is his strength what is he looking to he is not looking to himself he is seeing all that is going on around him and he is realizing his hope is in God And in fact, as we read this chapter, we see that there are so many foes that are coming after him and and they're scoffing him. They're saying there's no salvation for him and God. The idea here is that God does not seem to be on his side, that there is an opposition to David. And so he must not be the anointed one of God. He must not be the king that is meant to be, the one that is from God. But David doesn't believe what his foes are saying. Instead, he trusts in what the Lord has said about him. And he also trusts in who God is. We see this with verse 3, right? But you, O oh Lord, are shield about me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. God is the one who rescues. We see this all throughout Scripture, despite the fact that we try to To win victory on our own, despite the fact that we try to save ourselves, God is our shield. He is the lifter of our heads. We can't do this on our own. And verse 5 helps us see how David relied on God. We read that he laid down, he slept, he woke again, for the Lord sustained him. He is able to remain because God was his protector. And it's amazing here that David laid down and he slept. Despite everything that was going on around him, he found a way to sleep. He trusted in God. And so what does that result in? That he is able to trust in God's sovereignty and God's protection and to trust him at his word. He says, I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. In other words, no matter how many people come up against me, I'm going to trust you, O oh Lord. I will trust the one who truly has power, the one who truly is my salvation. And so he calls out. He, he asks God to arise and to save him. And verse 7 has some interesting language here. This is the most forceful language that we've really seen in the first three Psalms, right? For you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Man, you think about being struck on the face and having your your teeth broken, And that is just overpowering, and it shows who is in charge. And we see with verse 8 that David knows this. He understands that salvation belongs to the Lord, your blessing be on your people. He understands that God will protect his king, his anointed one. He will protect his people, that he wins ultimate victory. He has power. He is able to break the teeth of the wicked. And so for us, as we continue to think about how Christ unlocks the Psalms, we are able to pray this and, and see this in our lives because we are in Christ. Now, we do not have the power to do these types of things on our own. We cannot save ourselves. We are not able to say, hey, we are going to overpower because of what God did. This is not ours to judge. It's not ours to do. It is for us to lie down, to sleep, to trust in who God is and say that salvation belongs to the Lord. And again, because we are in Christ, we can know that no matter what happens in our lives, no matter what difficulties we face, we can know that we have victory because Christ has won victory over sin, death, and hell. We know this to be true. And so we can lie down each day and we can sleep and we can rest. We can wake again and know that it is the Lord who sustains us. We can know that we do not need to be afraid of many thousands of people, but we have Christ. And we can trust that regardless of the circumstances of our lives, we have salvation in our God because salvation belongs to the Lord. And we see this in the truth of Christ's victory for us. Let's close up with a word of prayer. Gracious Lord, despite many foes that might rise against us and say that we have no salvation in you, we know the truth that you are a shield about us. You are our glory and you are the lifter of our heads. We cry out to you and trust in your sovereign hand to deliver us. We lay down and we sleep and we do so in comfort knowing that you're the one who sustains us. Even if thousands set themselves against us, we know that salvation belongs to you and that you are a blessing to your people. Today, we lift up our vocations to you. We pray that you would bless us with the knowledge that the work that we do in service to you and in your world is for your glory. And we pray, O Lord, that the work of our hands would be blessed. Grant that we would find opportunities in our days to share the good news of Jesus with those around us. And may that proclamation of the good news be used by the Holy Spirit to build up the faith in others. And so we prepare for another day and we offer it to you. Grant us opportunities to faithfully share your love and mercy with those that we come into contact with, that Jesus may receive all glory. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. All right, that closes up Psalm 3 for us. We'll move on to Psalm 4 next time. We will see you then. Thank you for joining us for Dwell in the Word. To learn more about First Reformed Church, head on over to our Facebook page or website, edgertonfrc.org.